On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. There is only two people in the whole entire world that will love you unconditionally, and that's your dad and your mom. And if you ever did something as crazy as go out in the world and kill somebody and end up going to jail, and as crazy and absurd as this may sound, your parents will still love you unconditionally and will still do everything they can to protect you and to keep you safe. Even though you're a criminal or you're the most hated person in the whole world, that bond that you have between your parents is unbreakable. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Edgeson 32K Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again on a, a warm but not that hot um, evening here in Los Angeles, California. I'm back at home again. Um, I did uh, spend the last week with my parents up in Northern California in a city called Sacramento. Uh, you guys that might not know of that city, it's a city that um, it's fairly small. Um, it is the capital of California, so... Uh, you guys might be able to look it up on Google, um, but nevertheless, it's a city that I grew up in uh, for at least 21 to 22 years before I moved down to Los Angeles and started my working career. Um, for those of you guys that have the luxury of living at home with your parents, um, you should definitely not take it for granted because um, when you live out by yourself, there are pros and cons, like you have more freedom and you can do whatever you want, but there's something that being at home, it's just so special. Like you just have a place that you can call home and go to and always belong to. And in in reality, you know, people always want to have a sense of belonging and want to have a sense of like um, uh, where they can go home and, and feel like they have a place to be safe, right? And when you think of home, or at least when I think of home, I think of like a, a, a sanctuary where I can just be myself, I can do whatever I want. Um, you know, I can see things that I grew up seeing, such as like my backyard, uh, my posters, uh, my mom's picture when she was little, hanging up on the wall, just little, little things here and there that kind of like resemble, um, you know, like the, the facets of being at home where you can just have the security and, and just feel very at home and relaxed. So I think home is a very special place. And if you guys have the luxury of being at home or living with your parents, just appreciate it every day. And it is very difficult to appreciate something if you have never left it or let it go. So that's that's the whole um, reality where it's like, if you really want to see how something, how important something is to you, just leave it alone or leave it for a while and then come back and you'll have a whole different perspective on things. Um, but nevertheless, the last week I went back home and I was there for a week. I worked from home. Um, I brought my laptop from work and pretty much I just wanted to, you know, see my parents and be at home because the last month and a half, I've just been isolated by myself in my house here in Los Angeles. And it is it is a time, you know, it's a good time to like get everything together, to like regroup, to rethink your life and plan out your goals and whatnot. But 
we're all human still and we need that that interaction you know we crave being social and being um you know seeing humans face to face and talking to people um you know you guys all know with this COVID-19 um also known as the coronavirus going around I think a lot of people um realize that they're not really compatible with one another right and when I say this I'm talking about like boyfriend or girlfriend or like husband or wife and you guys have never spent 24 hours a day seven days a week at home stuck at home right this is an order not something that you just you can just do optionally you you have to stay at home it's a mandatory order issued from the state or the, the city that you live in um but nevertheless i think that um you really have to to kind of pay attention to like um you know you, you the times where you're at home with your significant other and you know you kind of want to work things through because uh, there's a lot of divorce divorces going around right now and people breaking up because they realize that they're not compatible being at home so uh i guess even my own personal life my family like we all went to we, we went through a rough patch but i think we're okay now um something funny i wanted to tell you guys was uh i'm the only like systems engineer in my whole family and uh the rest of my family, they don't know anything about technology. They know some stuff like how to log into the computer, how to get things working, and um, and basically just pressing the button to turn on the, the device or the computer or the TV and turning it off. So when I came back home, you know, all the things that weren't working properly, like the TV or like the Wi-Fi or the internet, the router, little things like that, like I try to help out as much as I can, you know. Um, for example, like um, my parents... Uh, window visor in their car was was kind of like broken it kept on drooping down so whenever my dad was driving he had to kind of like hold up the visor with one hand and turn the steering wheel with the other hand so it was really difficult so I think that you know doing the little things and trying to help them out when I was there is, just, is I guess it's just my way of showing that I love them too so um, you know and then my mom on the other hand she has a computer that is so old and uh, I built a computer for her that I ended up not really using and uh, I brought that computer down from Los Angeles and then I just gave it to her and hooked it up and you know set up like Skype set up Facebook Messenger set up like Google Chrome so she can just access her emails and stuff so just try to do the little things you know and uh, everybody shows their love in different ways so at least for me I try to do it that way um, and I was home for about a week so my working hours were like 8 30 a.m. to about 6 p.m. And then after that, I had the whole the whole evening, and I I was already at home, so I kind of tried to take advantage of that time and just go around the house and see what I could fix. Um, it, it's kind of interesting because uh, if you don't know about technology, you just just stick to whatever works, right? And sometimes you don't know if the technology is outdated or if something's not working right. So you know, it's kind of funny. Whenever I'm home, I'm only home about like a handful of times a year, like two or three times at most. I should really go back more, but. Nevertheless, like, I, I'm like, hey, mom, dad, give me your phones. Let me check it out. Like, you know, I take a look at their iPhones and they get all these weird pop-ups, all these random apps. Their contacts get really distorted. So I try to, like, help them out and uh, make sure everything is working properly. And, and, and I mean, it just, like, old people don't really know much about these kind of things. So, you know, as a younger generation, um, you know, we should all kind of, like, look up and look out for the older generation, right? And... I think it's it's you know like the more you train your parents and show them what's what's up the more they're going to learn and catch on you know in this case my mom catches on really quickly it's kind of funny because i she can call me on facetime now and send me text messages on iMessage and and post stuff on facebook like my dad on the other hand is like really old school kind of like 
if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, don't fix it. Um, I, I noticed that whenever I try to like fix his iPhone, he kind of like, you know, like does it, he didn't really feel super confident that I was doing what I was doing. Like he kind of was a little bit like, a, uh, I guess, uncomfortable. So I kind of just didn't want to poke around too much. But um, I think you guys do, do have a chance and you're in quarantine. Go home and visit your parents and try to spend some time with them. Like, you know, like, we all have an in, inevitable um, fate, right? Inevitable fate. And we all are going to die one day, right? This is an, an, a really painful truth. Um, sometimes we all get caught up into like our lives and our work, our jobs, or running our businesses or running two businesses. And we're investing in the stock market every day trying to make a lot of money. But we all cannot escape this inevitable death, right? This fate of ours is... is just sitting on the horizon like we don't really know when our time is coming and this thought is actually a little bit negative but you can also perceive it in a positive way right so really take each moment to enjoy and and spend the spend your time with the ones that you love and and spend time with people that want to bring you up and most importantly just try to understand your parents story and really get to know them really get to like and bond with them you know like as you get older you realize that like people aren't perfect right and i'm not perfect either and I'm sure a lot of you guys listening out there to my podcast are not perfect either. <laughs> but the point of is that it, it's more important to focus on your journey, right? And focus on the things that you need to improve on and focus on the things that you can control in your life. So for me, like I can control seeing my parents a lot. So I try to go back a little bit more, even though it was only for a week, it didn't seem that long at all. But just seeing them there, just being with them on a daily routine and just sitting down with them through dinner, talking about like, you know, our lives, our work, and talking about their childhood, and just, just reminiscing about old times, is just, it's, it's, time flies, and I think sometimes you don't get a second chance, so just take advantage of that first chance that you get. I don't know about your guys' Wi-Fi at your house, but my Wi-Fi is, is incredibly slow. I'm talking about my, my Wi-Fi at my parents' house, right? So a funny story was, I was on a, a work meeting, a video conference call, and, uh, I was like, why is this person breaking up? And his video quality is super blurry. And uh, I realized that my brother in the room next to me was playing a video game. And he's playing video games from like the morning until evening time. And and I think there's nothing better to do, right? Because we're in quarantine. We can't really go outside or anything. So it's playing video games. And whenever he plays video games, the internet gets slow because our bandwidth is getting like seized up. So it's using like about 90% of the bandwidth at my parents' house. And if you guys don't know how internet speeds work, let me just give you guys a little quick example. So when you buy a plan, right, from an ISP or an internet service pro provider, that's what they're calling it in the United States at least. So if you're paying for an internet service or an ISP, uh, they give you a bunch of plans, right? And each plan has a certain data speed. So for example, like you can get a 10 megabyte download speed or like a five megabyte upload speed, right? So um, to make it easier for you guys to understand, say I want to buy a 20 megabyte download speed internet package and you pay about like $40 a month, pretty cheap, right? But keep in mind, 20 megabytes is, is good if you're only by yourself and you're watching like Netflix, you're streaming stuff, you're just doing random stuff, like it's fine. It's not for one or two people. But when you have a house of like four people watching movies, streaming music, video calling, playing video games, your bandwidth goes by so fast. And 
and that was the case in my parents' house. And keep in mind that their equipment is still very old. And I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, I'm working from home. I'm trying to do all these conference calls and trying to like remote into people's computers and fix their stuff. And my internet connection is slow. So I told my brother, like, hey man, can you uh, play video games but don't play too much? Because during these certain times, I'm dialing into like meetings and uh, I noticed that it, everything is so blurry. So I guess after I told him that, he kind of cut down a little bit. But I wasn't there for too long anyway. So when I got back home yesterday, I have a 100 megabyte upload speed because I upload a lot of YouTube and I do podcasts and I need that fast connection. But I'm sorry that I'm sniffling because I have really bad allergies. And uh, I took an allergy pill, but I think it's taken a while to kick in. So I hope you guys uh, can stay with me here and not <laughs> mind that, that I'm sniffling here and there. Um, but never, nevertheless, I think nowadays we let, we rely so much on internet and, you know, now that everybody's working from home, um, for example, if you are working in San Francisco in California and your family is living in Japan, you, you're going to want to be able to have a fast enough internet connection to be able to keep in, con in contact with them and, and video call and FaceTime and everything like that. So, um, something that I thought was interesting was having a slow internet, uh, it's really a pain in the butt. It's got to pay, pay your dues and just, you know, pay a little bit more money to get a faster speed. Right now, it's just times are really uncertain, right? We don't even know what tomorrow holds. We did not know uh, last year at December 2019 that going into the into the next decade, you know, 10 years from, from, from now, like, you know, like we didn't know 2020 would be a crazy year where pretty much it's a wasted year. You know, you can't really do anything besides stay home and have a job. And for those of you guys that are lucky enough to have a job and work from home still, I think you should really try to save your money. Don't spend recklessly because you don't really know what's going to happen. And if you're fortunate enough to live at home with your parents still and you lose your job, then you have a backup, right? You have a, a net to fall back on, a safety net. Um, for people like me or like other people that don't have that safety net, we really got to be frugal in these times. So something that I thought I, uh, I did that was interesting, not to brag, but I wanted to share with you guys, um, and it's a really important tip, is that we we have a lot of like stuff built up in our houses um i have a lot of like random junk that i bought over the years that i collected i never threw away uh just to name a few like i had some old video games um some microphones i didn't need i had like a computer that was like i got for free in my old job like about six seven years ago some old speakers and some car parts so i took all those things that i didn't need and I listed them on Facebook, and I sold like ninety percent of things, and I didn't really make a lot of money. It's about two to three hundred USD. Um, you guys can do the conversion and, and do the math and convert it into your currency. But um, you, I used that money to buy groceries during this qu quarantine period, and I saved a lot of money just buying groceries, right? So if you guys have random stuff that you don't need, sell it, because people out there you know, that make less than, than you do or aren't as fortunate to be in a situation that is good, um, especially during these times. Like, you know, people want to buy secondhand things. They want to buy new things. And, you know, your junk might be someone else's treasure, right? There's a saying um, that goes, uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? Or a poor, a poor man's treasure. A, uh, sorry, a poor man's trash is another man's treasure. So that means that, like, you might not appreciate something, but... To other people, that thing that you don't appreciate, they're going to love. They, they, they've been probably working their whole lives just to obtain what you don't want. So 
um, there's nothing wrong or, or right about this. It's just that like, you know, people just are not, you know, fortunate enough to be, to have like, you know, their circumstances don't allow them to like buy stuff all the time or just have stuff shipped from Amazon to your house all the time. So I think that um, during these times, like I think uh, people are trying to be more frugal and uh, you can do your part too to make a little bit of money on the side and also maybe help somebody in need if you're going to sell some of your stuff. Um, talking about uh, being frugal, um, the United States uh, passed a, um, a stimulus package, right? It's, a, I guess, a, a economy uh, recovery plan where um, the government is giving back um, something called a stimulus payment for all the citizens that are making um, $95,000 or lower. So um, I don't know if you, if you guys are out there listening to my podcast, if you're in the United States at least, make sure you follow that. Go to the IRS website or just Google IRS payment and you'll get a page that will prompt you to enter in your social security number, your address, your salary. And you can look all that up on your um, 1040 tax form that you get mailed to your house every year. Um, and I mean, I think that it's a good thing that the economy has something, I mean, not, not the economy, the government has something set up in place to help, um, you know, citizens in these times of drastic measures where, you know, people are losing their jobs left and right. They don't have money to support their family. And a lot of people in, in this country live paycheck to paycheck. So um, they're not as, as fortunate as, you know, as I am or as other people are that, you know, we're well off and we're somewhat more financially stable. But I think that, you know, um, the, the paycheck that you get from the stimulus package is a thousand two hundred, and you can that's the maximum. But on top of that, you can also get, um, you know, like money from the government aside saying if you're like low income or if you're you have dependents or if your situation is worse off than others, you get that twelve hundred dollars. On top of that, you get a certain small amount of money from the government each month. So, actually, I I was talking to my one of my friends the other day, and he was saying how. He knew someone that was an Uber driver, and now that he's sitting at home, he doesn't work. The money that he's getting from the stimulus package is more than his salary overall, and he's doing nothing but sitting at home. And, I mean, I can't really get mad at this because nobody wanted this coronavirus to to, to hit the world and cause the economy, the worldwide economy, to come to a, a complete stop, right? So, but at the same time, it's like, for those of the people that made more than $95,000, just because they made a higher salary, right? It doesn't mean that, you know, they have more money, right? Because, like, what if you have college debt or, like, you have um, loans you have to pay off or you have, like, a car insurance and you're helping your brother pay for his tuition. So that $95,000 that you made actually isn't enough at all. But since that you made more than the amount required to get that stimulus package, you're kind of screwed, right? So, and if you're single and you're, like, working say for example you make a hundred dollars right and you're single you fall within like the 45 percent tax bracket in the united states so you get taxed 45 percent okay that's a lot of money so you take home only like 55 dollars right and the government takes 45 dollars so you're you only left with like almost half of what you made and that's really depressing right so i try to i try not to look at my paycheck every time i get paid because you know it's, it's just really depressing to see and the tax money that the government takes from you, then use it to like pay for like public roads, uh, police services, government services. Um, they fix up things that you know to help us like better our everyday lives. And 
part of this tax money that I'm paying right now is also going towards the people are, that are less fortunate, which I don't mind because I think I, I always am for helping people. But if they're going to take advantage of that and say use that money like gamble and, and do something, then, then it's a problem. But that's how basically in a nutshell like the U.S. economy works, right? You get a certain kind of like payment, uh, like a salary. You get taxed. That tax money, um, the government can use it in however you know way they want. That's why like, when you get older, you follow um, what what you follow the news and you kind of find out what the government's doing, like what war are they fighting in, what are they doing to fund this? Like they're funding a bunch of random research that's wasting people's money, um, taxpayers' money. So the list goes on and on and on, but. Um, that's why, like, I hope that you know this virus thing can 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 uh, come to an end. I really don't think it's gonna come to an end this year. I think this twenty twenty year is at least down the drain, but we can look forward to next year. And I hope that a vaccine gets gets um, you know made in time so people can recover. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, there's also uh, I guess in the United States, people are opening up a lot of their um, economy and they're opening up some of the stores which is like a red flag if, if you know there could be a second wave of coronavirus coming but a positive thing coming out of this is that I got a chance to talk to my parents a lot more than usual because you know they call me almost every day and then I went back to visit them for a week and just overall this 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 theme of this podcast is that how do you know if your parents really truly love you and it's the little things, you know, like Asian parents love their kids differently than like Western parents do. It doesn't matter if you're like an Asian kid growing up in the United States or an Asian kid growing up in Asia, you know, your parents love you the same way. And when I was at home, every time I went home, you know, just for example, this last week, you know, my parents went to Costco, they bought me so much food, they cooked for me, they packed everything into a box and loaded my car up, right? I drove, I drove six hours to get from Los Angeles back to my house. And when I left, I had to fold my back seats down to fit all the food that my mom made. And, and you know, I think, thinking about it, I think, you know, it's really touching that, you know, your parents can show so much love to you. And when you get older, you really, really, truly learn to appreciate the little things that your parents do, you know. Your parents are not perfect either, right? And nobody asked you to be born into this world. Like, nobody wanted your parents to, like, wake up marry each other sleep with each other and then have a baby and then here you are right but i think you know when you get older you slowly understand that when you love somebody you know you just want to be close with them and you want to just spend time with them and and ultimately like whatever you do it's it's out of love right and kids are born out of love i mean we all want to think that way i mean but anyway um i'm really lucky and really fortunate you know to have loving parents and and to hear their story which I'll probably share in, in in another podcast later on, but being back for a week, you know, I my my me and my parents and even my brothers, we chatted for like a long time during dinner time, and you know, like we got to know you know their story of how they were young, how they fell in love, and and just times like this, you know, like it's uncertain, so um, it's good to kind of like open up and dive into areas and dive into like the deep end where you never thought you would knew or you, you, you never thought you would explore. So I think it's a great time and a great opportunity to like rekindle the fire, get in touch with your parents and just, just cherish the family time because time flies so fl fast and in a blink of an eye, you know, we could be like 50 or 60 years old. Um, hopefully at that time I'm still doing this podcast. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um, and I don't know. I just think looking back now, I think, I mean, looking forward, it's like, 
there's so many countries in the world that have improved drastically. Um, you know, Korea, Taiwan, Japan, cases have like, you know, been very minimal. And in the U.S., I think we're, we've been stuck at number one for a while. It's, no, it's not good news and it's no, it's hopefully it gets better. Um, and if you guys are out there living by yourselves during this rough time, I, I really hope that you are trying to take care of your mental health because I know that if you're at home, and you're stuck at home and you can't go anywhere, you know, like you, you might have a lot of mental health issues. Like you can fall into like addiction, alcohol, you start doing drugs, you can get addicted to like pornography. You can, you, you, you have a lot of mental issues that can arise out of this like whole isolation, stay at home quarantine. So never neglect your mental health and seek help. I think now more than ever, I think uh, uh, me mental health care hotlines are open. Um, so take advantage of that. Um, a really nice hotline to follow. I think it's uh, I think if you go on Instagram and you search uh, Crisis Hotline, there are 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if you guys have any problems, don't, just give them a text and they'll be there for you. So that being said, um, I'll, and I'll end a, uh, uh, this podcast on a very um, awesome experience that I, I had being at home with my parents and I want to share with you guys. Um, I'm not going to share too much because I think I'm going to save this for another podcast. So I think that knowing my parents' story, knowing how they came to fall in love and how much of a struggle they had to come to this to this country, um, you know, for me to be born here, it's a blessing. And it's it's something that I, as I get older, I try not to take for granted. Um, but I I was cleaning out my room. Um, so the story is, is pretty much goes like this. I was cleaning out my room. Uh, in Los Angeles, and I was selling everything that I had, and I found these three Wi-Fi plugs, right? And you guys, if you guys don't know what these Wi-Fi smart plugs are, basically, you plug, for example, if you have a desk light, right? You plug that desk light into that smart plug, and you plug that plug into the wall, and that smart plug can connect to your home Wi-Fi. So basically, it allows you to use your home Wi-Fi to control that switch, that plug, and turn it on and off. So, for example, if you have a light hooked up to that plug, you can turn off the plug on, which turns the light on, and you can turn it off, and the light will turn off. And you can control all of this through your phone. It's through an app, right? So, I didn't really think much. I just threw it in my bag and brought it home to my parents, and I hooked it up to their bedroom lamp, um, the, the living room lamp, and the downstairs lamp. Three lamps. And I set it up on my mom's phone and my dad's phone to turn off the lights with the click of a button, like on and off, right? So now they're like, they think this is like the most high-tech, most crazy, cool, fun thing in the world. So they're sitting there like, oh my gosh, I can turn off the light. I click, 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 on, off, on, on. Oh my God, I, I, I don't have to get out of my bed and walk downstairs. I can just sit here and just click. Oh my gosh, how, more, how much more lazy can I get? My parents are not lazy people. They work, they work really hard. But I thought it was really funny and cute that uh they're, they're able to like just sit in bed and turn off the lights <laughs> on and off on and off so that was pretty funny and um i was chatting with my mom earlier earlier today on facetime and she said that uh when i left you know i know she misses me but she was like every time we use our phones to turn off that light on and off like we kind of think of you now <laughs> and i didn't really intentionally mean it to happen that way but i guess um when you guys do something meaningful for someone not 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 necessarily your family but your friends or like your coworker. When you do something out of kindness, I think that um, people will al always remember that small act, right? Um, so that's a funny story and, and something that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, and I really hope that you guys can spend time with your family. And if you're, you are already at home, 
I encourage everybody to, you know, just sit down and eat dinner together. You know, try not to use your phones and just like turn on the t- turn off the TV and just talk to each other. Um, um, or, and if you guys live far away, make an effort to visit them. And if they're like overseas or in another country, then maybe video call, right? Because if I had kids one day, you know, I really hope that when I get old, I hope that they can visit me and call me too and see how I'm doing and, and stuff like that. So um, how Asian parents show their love to you unconditionally. Um, in this podcast today, the prime example is that they cooked for me and went to Costco out of their own way, out of their own time, their own money to make sure that I had enough food to eat. And I'm really appreciative of that. And uh, I hope that, you know, with this positive experience of mine, I can inspire everybody out there that's listening to this show today to just to just take, take action, you know, and uh, do something nice for your family, for your parents, or even for someone out there that you don't know. Um, with that being said, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the show, enjoy this podcast, and um, it's about 1 a.m. now, <laughs> wow, here in uh, L.A., so I should probably get some sleep. But uh, we'll catch you guys later in, an, in another show, another podcast, and I hope you guys are all doing well, staying safe still, um, and uh, uh, take care of yourselves mentally, emotionally, and physically, all right? Um, take care of you guys, and uh, thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate every, every single one of you listeners, wherever you are in the world. Uh, good night here from Los Angeles, and see you all soon in the near future. Bye.